episode 119, we're going to present today. I am joined by hip hop icon from Lawrence, Massachusetts, Rex, man. Thank you so much for being here, man. I'm excited to catch up with you. It's been a minute. First off, man, just, you know, you got three EPs in the works. You've already dropped a rather unique EP with Samir out of Italy. Like, your 2024 is off to a pretty blazing start right now. Absolutely. Uh, first off, thanks for taking the time with me. Uh, and thank you for that wonderful, uh, you know, beautiful intro. And you know, I'm, I'm excited about what's uh, about to transpire because this is only the start. We, we're not even through the four, uh, first quarter. And yeah, four are about to be in the, in the bag. That's amazing, man. So, so thinking about the rather unique EP first, man, you know, how do you and Samir, who's, who's a producer link or based out of Italy, how do you guys link up in the first place? So um, I was strategizing ways of like, you know, broadening, broadening, broad, uh, broadening, excuse me, my scope and uh, looking at how the game is changing a little bit. And I want to, you know, uh, remain, you know, viable in a way that doesn't require me to totally buy in and tap into the whole streaming demand. Um, and I thought, you know, a great way is to utilize my resources and going out to these other countries when I go out to Europe. Like, how do I expand upon that and and that network? And I, I looked at, through streaming and analytics of everything with social media, what areas I was like, you know, kind of lagging and getting a, a attention and, you know, uh, just like not having too many visible eyes on. And I targeted those areas to find, you know, artists that I that I appreciated. I, I looked at and I, I could see us, you know, uh, working well together. And Samir was one of those artists I saw. He's not only a producer, but he's also a rapper out there in Italy with a lot of respect. Uh, for the art and craft that he he puts forth, and so I I actually just reached out to him personally, and uh, it wasn't one of those things where um, in reaching out to him we started doing things via email. Uh, I actually flew out to Milan and we worked together in Milan, uh, and so it was a beautiful experience. It was it, it was uh, uh, very uh, cohesive, and I think we we created something you know that would be timeless. So I'm very proud of it. No, that's amazing. You know, when and when you said something about you know thinking about an answer to the streaming services, like what's what what's your goal here? Like when you think about like you you want to feed the DSPs like the Spotify's, but you also want to be able to make money. And we know like Spotify's titles, like you just don't make a ton of money off those streams. So I know you got the Bandcamp going, the RexSamirBandcamp.com. Um, What's your goal, man, like in your perspective on like getting music out so it can be heard versus trying to make actual money off the music? Well, I feel establishing an identity, a global identity, um, where where um, eyes and ears are just not on me is part of the problem, not only with um, uh, the, within this new dynamic or within, within this new normal uh, with the streaming services, uh, there are ways to maximize and be able to, you know, hit playlists and do certain things if, like, there's enough visible eyes. And I think going into locations where I don't have as an extreme, like, following, like, when I go to Europe, a lot of my following is in Germany and France and and uh, in, in the U.K., uh, but uh, smaller uh, locations or locations that are not really focused on outside artists like Italy, and like uh, some of the Eastern European uh, locations, and in locations like Australia where I'm growing uh, a following, 
but it's just not as in demand as the United States, of course, and Canada. Uh, and so I'm not only going to these locations, I'm dealing, I'm working with during this year, artists in Brazil, artists in Africa, artists in Mexico, like wherever I can find locations to broaden uh, my, my reach, I am so that it affects streaming and so that it affects my ability to be uh, person to person um, with, with the product. And what's what's the difference have you seen in working with international hip hop artists versus artists based out of the U.S.? Uh, I don't think it's a major difference, honestly. I think um, the music translates wherever we are, and and with um, I think that when you're dealing with honest individuals, like uh, and you want to be an honest artist, I think um, that's a universal language and code, and so I don't think there's too many differences there. Um, just definitely, um, I know a lot of times it may seem like, um, you know, in the U in the U S we're oversaturated with, uh, uh, outpouring of artists in comparison to other locations, especially in our, our genre. Um, but I feel that's the same case in other locations and like in those locations, individuals are like starting to like support more of their local artists. Uh, whereas in like, you know, the late nineties going into, you know, the early two thousands, uh, you could, you could tour extensively and, uh, it'd be like a kind of a new, uh, a new thing that people were like, you know, grabbing to gravitating towards. But, uh, I think, I think that's kind of, that's the biggest shift and the biggest, um, change, but it, it makes it not different again, it's the same as in the States. No doubt. And did you get over to Italy to record any a rather unique? It wasn't. It wasn't a mail-in thing with uh, with Samir and I. I actually recorded the entire project with Samir. Like I went to I went to Metro Studios. Shout out to everyone in Metro Studios in Milan. But I spent like a week in Milan, a week in Bologna and Torino, and I spent I spent a couple of weeks in Italy working there. So I wrote everything there and I recorded with him in the studio. I wasn't there for like uh, the entire mixing and mastering process, but um, yeah, that was more of the process where like it was back and forth uh, via, um, you know, uh, WhatsApp chat and a bit of Zoom and a bit of uh, what we do online. But otherwise, the art, we created the art together. And I also appreciate, too, how you incorporated, like, lines about Italy in there, you know, talking about things like it'll be a cold day in Sicily, you hear one bad bar. Like, you know, how important was it that you really kind of had that natural collaboration piece and, like, integrated your experience over there into your writing and into the music? Oh, it was, it was vastly important. And, and, and utilizing and, uh, you know, reaching out to artists, that other Italian artists, that I respect or like are respected in, in, um, that area. It was, it was vastly important. <laughs> and just to be clear, this is not the only project with artists in Italy that I'm dropping this year. I have two other projects that are completely finished, um, with two other producers out of Italy. Uh, the first one, his name is Nezra. He's from the, the Milan area as well. Um, that project's done. It's super dope. It's a real jazzy record. Um, and then another one that's super boom bapish is uh, a record with this brother by the name of Greve, who is a is a well known MC out there as well. But he's also a a, a, a respected producer out in um, Italy. But he's from the Torino area, 
and resides in Bologna. So shout out to everyone, you know, in Italy, I've been able to like build a, a foundation and relationship with There's so many artists I respect, like uh, Weirdo Deeds and uh, Fabio uh, Musta. And like, they, there's just so many artists who have done wonderful things that I appreciate and respect. And what's amazing too about you that not a lot of artists can say is you have a career that spans, you know, 23, 24 plus years in the game. And you've worked with so many artists, legends, you know, whether it's, you know, from the Northeast or just in hip hop in general. Like, what is it about you that is able to, that allows you to really build these, you know, real relationships to allow for these great collaborations to happen? I think, um, you know, uh, an ear for quality um, music. I think, um, you know, being being genuine and 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 generous at the same time uh, goes a long way. Uh, there's still uh, there's still a, a desire for many to like just have quality. Um, and adding the quantity, uh, it was it was not imperative for me, but I, I wanted to do it to test my test my limits. And, and make sure that it remained quality. So um, I think building building these expansive relationships globally uh, is just based on like you know the nature of who I am as a person and the type of people I'm working with. People were just you know similar in reflections of like wanting to be uh, better versions of self. So that's most of it. No, that's awesome. And now that you look at right now, you're doing three different EPs right now. How do you balance the different projects to make sure that they all have that quality you want to have? Uh, so uh, it's a lot. It, it is some time and effort put into it. It's not like um, it's not like this is this was done overnight. Uh, I'm a quick writer, um, but I absolutely, you know, I've been flying back and forth to Massachusetts. Like I, we were saying on a personal level, I, I'm, I'm residing in Georgia these days, and I'm still going up in Massachusetts up to Massachusetts to meet personally with an engineer. So I have a, not only an ear from a distance, but like right now, as we speak, I'm in Massachusetts. I'm going to meet with uh, John Glass. Shout out to John Glass, who's also a producer that I highly respect, but he's an engineer and an ear that I trust. And so I like to get up with him in a, on a personal level and, you know, set up these sessions. I'm doing session after session, uh, nonstop, keeping, keeping the work moving. And uh, I think that, you know, add stuff to quality, having people you can trust in your inner circle who are not just going to yes man you and tell you everything's dope, but question your, question your output and make sure that you're being the best version of yourself. And I think that's what keeps me grounded and keeps me on point with the releases. No doubt. You mentioned living in Georgia now. What's been the biggest shift going from Massachusetts to Georgia? I think transitional as as we get older. I think the the biggest shift has been in my personal, you know, uh, like my lifestyle. Like uh, I'm two years sober. I'm not about uh, many of the mannerisms, many things I was on when I was younger. Uh, I'm finding a finding a version of me that's reflected on higher self. Uh, I'm not driven by ego, uh, and a lot of that is is you know kind of like parallel to uh getting getting closer to nature and being around uh you know more things that are that are in a natural natural scope like so my mind my body and my soul is surrounded and i internalize a, a more natural and organic environment not to say that you know the north the northeast 
uh, is is completely toxic. But there there's a there's a feeling of compression. There's a feeling of like uh, heavy weightedness that that goes along with all the you know the tall buildings and the and the inner city traffic and the the ins and outs of like that chaotic environment. So for for many they can they can uh, totally uh, focus and and be great and creative and and continue to exist properly in that environment. But for me, I needed to get uh, detached myself and get away I, so I could be a better person and to, and to better understand who I truly was attempting to be. And George is in that piece of mind for me. That's amazing. And really, you know, huge congratulations on two years of sobriety. You know, that takes huge willpower and determination. How did you make that happen? And what, what's that what's that journey been like for you? So during during the whole COVID, uh, COVID period and, and pandemic period, I think, like, there were so many transitional and paradigm shifts for everybody to find a new normal. And I think for me, uh, I had to look up, take a long look at myself and, and the not only the traumas I had been through, but the traumas I was creating for those in my environment. And, you know, as I started to, you know, really look at myself, I started to realize that, you know, the the person I was being and how I was existing, uh, not that I was sick as far as, like, you know, what was going on during that period, or uh, I, I was, like, dealing with toxicity, internal toxicity from decades of trauma, you know, trauma from my family uh, upbringing, um, trauma from the environment that I grew up in. Uh, And, and I was also carrying a weight, a weight of that into everything that I was doing into all the relationships that I was having. And so when I took a hard look at self, I knew that there were things that I need needed to dismiss. Uh, alcoholism is a major issue in my family. And um, I, for the longest period of time, you know, kind of like used it as a crutch and I used it as a uh, way of escaping uh, or underachieving and being okay with underachieving uh, until I started to take a hard look at myself and realize that I was in my own way. And that was a major catalyst. So I had to, I had, upon that re- reevaluation, I knew it was, it was time to let it go. So uh, when I when I cut things off, I feel like you know when I know it's time to let it go, I've had so many, you know, things happen like that. I quit smoking cigarettes that way. I uh, gave up eating uh, eating meat that way. Became a plant based eater that way. And so I knew this transition when it was time, it was going to come and. I think that's the best way for somebody to like let go of like whatever um, vices they have in their life. That's amazing. You know, how, how do you see that impacting your perspective on making music too, and like just your your outlook on on a daily basis? Without ego, without ego, and humbly, I really do feel like you know, um, I've been giving a gift from you know this universal. Oh, like I've been given something like to to uh, you know give off a message that is both powerful and um, you know it's it's monumental. I think my voice has been a catalyst for for a massive amounts of change, and I think there's so much more that can happen now that I'm thinking clearly and I'm focused and I'm driven in a way that I wasn't driven or focused before, and so I don't look at it as you know. Um, you know, things that I regret, 
or, you know, I'm not so focused on missteps because those were important moments for me to get where I am all in divine time. And I get to where I am now. And we all do. Uh, that's everybody's uh, walk. And so I think this what got me to a place where I'm very powerful and I got a message and I'm so, so excited for people to hear not only these four projects, but I'm dropping 33 projects this year. And that's a very significant number. Uh, 33 EPs, uh, no typo, no, no miss, no misquote. Like I'm dropping 33 projects this year. Wow. Wow. How, how, how did you come up, come to that decision and, 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 and why 33? Uh, 33 is a significant number because it's mastery. It's a it's a number that uh, in sacred geometry and science and math and uh, my belief system of chemic spirituality, like it it holds a, a very valuable space and place in individuals who are growing. And so um, that that is the significant of the significance of the number, um, you know, spoken quickly. And then um, I think just getting. Uh, I think I think getting there uh, was never going to really be difficult uh, as long as I put put my focus on internal like internalizing and and learning to overstand like the position I am in the mission I am on uh, and so having having the right village around me my wife who's been uh, very exceptional uh, at so many things and and leading me. And uh, being a voice of reason and, and, you know, teaching me and learning from me uh, and listening to me when I needed to has been so profoundly effective in helping me grow and, and, and pour out everything that I have within me. Uh, and that goes also for my children uh, who are exceptional and who I lean on to learn from as well uh, on a day-to-day basis. And I, I watch them grow and I watch them use uh, unique and new ways and innovative, you know, thoughts to like, you know, navigate the world we live in. And I learned from that. And so I think we all, as, as we get older, could take a pause and fall back and and look at the youth and find and learn so many things about the world that we live in and things about ourselves. If we, if we choose to do that. Um, So, yeah, I think those are the, those are the very, um, very key components to like how, I've gotten to the place I'm at, I'm at right now. That's amazing, man. And just thinking about the level of output you have to do to put out 33 EPs in one year. I mean, that's like over 150 songs. And if you look at that, it's like, you know, what is it like 12, 13 songs a month at minimum? Like how, how, how can you be productive to do that? Cause I mean, that's not an easy task. So the first, the first and second quarter is done. Like, you know, I'm, I'm here mixing pro, uh, I'm mixing the last components of March and April's output and I'm pretty much done June as well. So, uh, first quarter going into second quarter, that material like literally is ready to come out. Uh, it's really, um, like I said, I write fast, but I'm not going to, you know, be minimal and, uh, be, uh, uh, watered down with my topical matter. This is very topical. It's um, it's uh, touching on a wider range of of uh, sound sound beds, and and I'm very proud of that. I'm doing some singing on on these records. Like I said, I got some jazzed out records. I got some stuff that are more funk funk oriented, blues oriented, um, and so I'm really really you know excited to uh, you know be more of an artist 
like than just you know uh, the box that I've been put in as far as uh, being boom bap. Uh, and if I could, I just want to say there um, there is something there's something very telling on Andre 3000 deciding he didn't really feel he had a voice um, in this uh, time and space to say anything more at his age. Uh, and that's something I highly respect. And even though I'm on the, you know, the opposite side of that spectrum, because I feel like I have so much I have to put out. Um, I think it's, um, I think whichever way you kind of throw the die, I think, or, 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 or toss the ball. Like I, I feel, um, there's beauty in stripping down and, and, and knowing when to be at peace and silent. And there's, there's beauty in when you feel you have uh, so much to say. How, how do you make those decisions knowing when to, you know, take a different approach or when to, when to strip something down and look, look at a more minimalist approach versus a different type of approach? I think um, I think the music has spoken to me, uh, you know, in a way where I feel I feel youthful in like what I'm responding to. I still love it uh, dearly uh, enough to and passionately enough to, you know, put my everything into it, like, you know, wanting it like I want to breathe, you know. Um, and I think, uh, you know, my my rituals that like have become my disciplines and my habits. Are, are supremely important in making me capable to focus and do the things that I need to do uh, um, to strip down and, and be simple or to, you know, uh, be fiery and, and, um, and, and revolutionary and active and, and when to, you know, just be fun and playful. I can be all those things. We're not, you know, 24-7, we're not um, angry. 24-7, we're not joyful. You know, we go through a range of emotions, and I think that's why it's possible to release this amount of, of material because I'm giving every every bit of me. Uh, and my rising ritual of prayer and meditation and yoga and the things I put in my body and I uh, put in my mind and I surround my, my spirit with are beneficial to, like, me being able to even make it make sense. That's amazing. And so you mentioned giving up meat. Are you a vegetarian or a vegan today? Like, what what does your diet look like? I'm just curious. So, so I'm plant based. I won't say I'm vegan because you can be vegan and eat terribly. <laughs> you yes, know, um, yes. I think I, I think I think it's it's a, a very important distinction, and uh, we should like you know not hop into the trend of saying you know I'm vegan or or what have you for a long period of time. You know, vegetarians like in in many. Um, uh, specifically, like a lot of um, Jamaicans and individuals from the Caribbean and um, uh, different areas where they just focus on vegetarianism and ate very, very health, healthy, uh, much more healthy than individuals who claim to be vegans and, and then eat all this processed meat and processed food. But um, I'm, I'm really focused on making sure that I have the proper nutrients from from. Uh, vegetables and plants and my wife and I we have a business where we're talking about uh, you know herbalism and uh, the the culture of eating properly and doing the right things for our body and our mental uh, like I said reading reading on social media live to speak about all the things that um, are necessary because they're not being said well I think there's a paradigm shift and a lot of that is being said and uh, it's been a, a, a opening gate of individuals who are 
we're entering the healing space. And and so, yeah, um, I think I think all that is incredible. And and I, and I love that you're you're shining a light on that. But also, you look at like financial empowerment. You know, you look at like a, a song like Principle Level, um, bus shots. You know, like you're you're really I, I see like getting your messages out in in a very clear and direct way to people. Um, and so I appreciate the way that that you're doing that. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for that observation. Like Principle Level is important to me. Uh, I talk to my children about financial literacy and, uh, you know, knowing how to read a balance sheet and read a cash flow statement and income statement and and what what is important about uh, commodities and, uh, you know, just value investing as a whole and where the world is headed and, and not thinking about just, you know, my children, but my children's children uh, when it comes to my approach, uh, our approach as a village. And, you know, Bushshot speaks very, very uh, poignantly, I think, about, you know, land ownership and gun rights. Very, very uh, touchy topics, but important topics uh, when you think about the world we live in, we have lived in, and what's what's to come. So uh, it was imperative for us to drop that message. No doubt. And what's the response been, you know, to those messages that you've been dropping? So far, so far, it's been a lot of love. You know, um, uh, people have kind of said the same thing that, like, you know, they they appreciate the the direction and 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 the the very specific um, uh, honing in and, and focus on a certain idea and concept. And I think uh, there's going to be a lot more of that because, I, like I said, it's it gets really topical, and I'm touching on like. You know, I'm touching on and being in spaces where, like, you know, some people are just not focused, but we need to because it's it's healing time. Like, I'm like, I'm on the anti-demon time movement. Like, all this demon time talk. Like, I'm 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 the opposite of that. The the village I'm with is the opposite of that, and we're talking about growth and progress forward and upward. No doubt, man. And so, when when you look at just you know survival mode rather unique, the different projects you've been dropping, you know, you can hear just the advanced bars in, 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 in your in your writing and delivery. Like, what do you do, man? You know, when you look at being in the game for almost 25 years at this point, like, what do you do to keep getting better and to make sure that you don't stagnate or don't fall back on like formulas to, to put your music out? Uh, I kind of detach myself from, you know, the industry standard and the system uh, as we know it. And I think being detached a lot of times has been, you know, super beneficial uh, in my ability to continue to stay, you know, hungry and, and, and desire, you know, respect for craft. And, you know, I think, you know, the surroundings that I'm in, the cipher that I'm in uh, is, is going to, you know, again, Keep me on point. Keep me sharp, and and, and check me when I'm not sharp. Uh, and my intention is never, never to you know scribble or or write in a manner that would be watered down or or disrespectful to the art. Uh, but anything that is different uh, is not necessarily you know uh, disrespectful to the art. I feel like you know individuals in their creative space should have the right to be in their creative space. And uh, we should let art just be art, uh, and and that's that's important. Like you know, whatever individuals expressing, it's important for people to be able to do just that. Uh, 
when the industry starts to be the industry and, and, and systems are the systems, that's when, you know, uh, we need to be protective of what we love. No doubt. So how do uh, how does a 16 bar verse from Rex really come to life from beginning to end? Um, nowadays, uh, I, I I continue to live in the moment. I used to uh, I used to I think when I was a little wet behind the ears, I would just be rash ready. Um, I think uh, uh, I have a broader perspective and scope uh, and I have I do have my own agenda. Naturally, I want to be in a healing space. So a lot of what I'm going to write about and gravitate towards, no matter what the topic might be, is always going to be in that space. There, There's an old version of me that uh, kind of, you know, fell into that space of, of demon time and, and, and was like focused on, uh, you know, adding to the negativity and the chaos that existed in the world. Um, I was always focused on... Um, Ultimately, uh, it, it was it was I was I was envisioning betterment of specifically black and brown folk. That's that that was you know an a one uh, focus and focal point uh, due to oppression and, and difficulties in this world that we live in. But I, I still did a lot of things out of pain and hurt that led me to like you know act out in a manner that wasn't truly me. Finding my true self is where I've become more capable of writing and scribbling from a space that's truly honest. And, you know, from day one, all I really, you know, wanted was healing people. No doubt, man. You know, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is when you look at big three, you know, you've got an incredible lineup on there, you know, terminology, Shabam Sadiq, Razkas, Bishop Lamont, um, among others. And it reminded me of the final four song on along came the chosen, which you dropped in, in 2001. Um, that was mm-hmm. just a, a huge posse cut, man. Like you, you, you do these posse cuts that, and, and they're not always easy to pull off because you, you just the, the timing, the, the clearance, the, you know, getting them, getting everything in on time and making sure that everyone's down and submits it when they're supposed to right format. Like there's so many headaches that could go wrong when putting a song like this together, like what in, in your opinion goes into making a perfect posse cut, like, you know, like final four or big three. I mean, looking at the architects, the genuine, like the, the, the ones who did it before us from self-destruction, the like scenario to like, um, you know, uh, Crooklyn and, and all these records that were like very powerful and impactful that brought, you know, a, a massive amount of individuals together to make something still sound dope and cohesive. Um, I, I look at that first. And then second of all, um, reaching out to artists I, re- I highly respect is, is A1. Um, on Final Four, it was kind of like a brick record kind of orchestrated making things happen because I didn't have any relationships at the time. Uh, and I'm thankful for them, you know, going out of their way. But during that period of time, we literally drove to Virginia to meet with, you know, uh, the artists who got on there from Virginia, we, we, that's what we did. And, you know, um, it wasn't, it wasn't this like mail in, uh, type of environment like it is now. Um, but, uh, final four happened final four one. And then I also did a, uh, final four two, uh, in 2016, I did final four two, uh, with artists from, you know, Philly and, 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 and Detroit and, 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 well, not LA, but California. 
Shout out to Planet Asia, one of the greatest rappers alive. Like these, these individuals, like you know, I, I Rascal as well. Like I love, I love Cali agents, but you know, Planet Asia is is, is one of the he's a goaded MC lyricist. Like you know, there, there's artists like that, like who come around ever so often, like a Sky Zoo, who are like uh, super exceptional talents. Can't you undeniable uh, pen work? No, that, that that's amazing, man. You know. um, Thinking about just Along Came the Chosen today, that came out in 2001 on Brick Records, man. How do you look back on that album today, like almost 23 years later? Um, I mean, I look back and I'm like, you know, I'm surprised to a degree that like, you know, I, you know, continued on in this path this long and, and have been able to be consistent, you know, enough to like, you know, be respected. Uh, the way I respected and like the way, you know, we just in the schoolyard respected, you know, artists we watched doing what they love. And that's really all I ever wanted to do, do what I love and do it well, well enough that, you know, people would come up and, you know, once in a while I'd get a salute. And um, it, that's a beautiful feeling to be able to say, you know, from that period of time till now, I'm still doing it. Yeah, that's huge, man. You know, um, whatever happened, man, with Brick Records? Like, I know they had the the, the deal with Landspeed. Like, do you know, do you know what kind of happened with them and their evolution and 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 where they went? I mean, Brick is still around and and doing what they're doing. They're like, uh, uh, they released my last record, um, which didn't do too well during you know the pandemic. And I'm really really proud of this record. If you get a chance, go back. I would tell people to go and listen to the Things album, The Hunger Inside Never Gets Satisfied. It's a great record, you know, and it's got a it's got a plethora of dope, you know, producers and artists on it, like from from Evidence, uh uh Static Selector, uh Feral Monsters on there, Little Fame. It's it's super dope. Um, it just, you know, it came out in a period where, you know, uh, it, it just was like a hard time. You know, and it was just everything, everything that like kind of would like stall it out kind of did at that period of time. But the dope thing about, you know, now nowadays uh, output and and the way we do things is there's no uh, color by number. Like you can color outside the nine, the outside of the lines and still get it done. And I think that's, you know, what I'll continue to do. Uh, Things can be, you know, 10 years in the in the making and maybe 10 years from now people will start you know paying attention to it and that's all that matters to me i mean uh, brick as far as I, I real quick i apologize but brick i'm like you know they're still thriving they're doing stuff with Zarface and they're doing a bunch of uh you know uh music and stuff like that but you know, it is what it is no that that's awesome i know it, it's it's amazing to see too how like just this morning i was reading an article how a film that flopped in in 2016 is now doing really well on Netflix now, like eight years later. Like you just never know when something's going to yep. hit and when that timing's going to be right. Yeah. I'm behind the scenes, like looking into, you know, licensing and uh, something that I was never like heavily focused on, but now I'm like, you know, I'm entering, I'm looking for new ways and new creative ways. We had to get creative during COVID, you know, I couldn't even like a lot of my bread and, bread and butter was happening, you know, on tour. And when we had to sit down, I had to get creative. Uh, and so I think, uh, like you said, you know, films and, you know, uh, you know, music, music that, you know, came out 10, 20 years ago and like just click 
a moment's notice now in this in this new era. Yeah. No, no doubt. And you know, even looking at the principal level video that was shot or, or produced using AI. You know, how, how do you see using AI in the future, and what do you think AI brought to the video? Uh, well, first and foremost, shout to my wife who shot that video, like did, created that video, and she um she actually did six other videos um, other than the principal level. Um, one was Eat Well, Travel Often on the Rather Unique Project, and we have five more that are coming for uh, these three other projects that will drop in February 16th, Mago Fella Yoda. Uh, I think AI uh, can be a tool just like, um, you know, the system can be a tool to your benefit if you know how to use it. Uh, the stock market is not always your, your enemy. You know, if you can, if you know how to, you know, work within the confines of the system, you can, you can uh, use it as your leverage. And um, not all things that are um, technological need to be considered like, you know, uh, a downgrade to society or an upgrade to society. Like, you know, uh, just find your space within um, the frames of whatever you're using and, and see how it can work to your benefit. I think it, it, it opens people's minds, especially for me when I, I rap kind of like fast and I get super topical. Um, sometimes, you know, having a lyric video that kind of captures the entire message where people could visually see and look at the lyrics and actually, um, you know, get a, get a broader painted picture of what I'm actually expressing. I think that's, you know, it's, it's super beneficial. So uh, shout out to everybody who, who has, who has figured out how to use it to their benefit. And I'm sure it's just only going to grow. I mean, and, and to make a video like principal level, I would, I would assume that it, still takes a lot of work. I mean, AI is a huge benefit, but I, w I would assume it's not just as easy as, you know, uploading a song and the video pops out. Like I would imagine there's a lot oh, of behind no. the scenes work I, to get the imagery and everything right. My my wife put a lot of work into those videos. Like I, I, I saw it firsthand, so I know firsthand how difficult it is to even, yeah, how creative you have to be, how you need to, you know, kind of direct and you really absolutely have to have a vision in order for it to, you know, translate. And she like, like as these other videos come out, you're going to see how spot on she is with so much of uh, being on message. And it's because she knows me in and out. And she knows what I'm expressing, and uh, she just has a creative eye and, and, and talent of her own. Uh, and shout out to anybody, like all the directors out there who, you know, don't just, you know, do the gorilla, the gorilla videos, um, but like, you know, kind of put some, puts put some super art into uh, the expression, so that it's not just like us rapping in front of a graffiti wall, because you can only do that for, for so long. And, uh, you know, you can you can copy and paste how many of us, uh, my peers and, and those who came before me and those who are to come who just use that as the template. And that's truly part of the art. So it's it's important to express that. But we have to, like, you know, push the limits and boundaries of like the art. You know, and I appreciate, too, that you're not giving up on videos, you know. The video is is something that you don't see as much of these days, especially as websites and 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 blogs disappear. You know, you definitely see some on on social media, but it doesn't seem like artists emphasize 
videos as much as they did maybe 10, 20 years ago. You know, do you see yourself emphasizing and, and continuing to shoot videos for all of your projects? Oh, I do. I'm, I'm here in Massachusetts. I'm shooting three videos this week. I'm about to drop three videos next week. I'm going to drop. I'm, I'm heading to Puerto Rico uh, to shoot a video out there for for one of the title tracks. Fela, shout out to Fela Kuti, Kuti the the legend. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting it specifically in Puerto Rico to to express the message of how far the drum has gone and 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 to to you know educate those who don't know who Fela even is. Um, but that's what that that's what that project is about. When I drop these pro three projects on the 16th, um, you're gonna see like you're gonna you're gonna see an output of videos and know that like I'm not I'm not turning it down or dialing it back. I'm uh, I'm I'm turning it up and, and we're we're pushing forward with um, you know keeping the art more than just the lyrics. That's great. And Bad Seed was on Facebook the other day saying he just talked to you and you guys got some great stuff in the works, man. Can you shed any light on on what's going on with you and Bad Seed? So we haven't we haven't uh, actually put anything down yet, but like we've spoke uh, in theory about what we what we want to accomplish. So like absolutely look forward to that. And you know so much more. Uh, I'm working with a whole slew of artists this year. Like I said, 33 projects. There's going to be a lot of output, uh, and I'm making sure. Um, again, like uh, shout out to Sorry Drummer in, in Brazil and uh, Said No Beast in, in uh, Brazil, and uh, you know the plethora of individuals. Jimmy Kiptika in, in Nairobi, Kenya. Like I'm working with people all over. Uh, who are very important. Uh, I have a project dropping in March with a producer by the name of Carlito the Kid. Uh, that project's completely done, and it's uh, it's called I Am Not Your Negro. It has you know Sadat X on it. It has uh, Wise Intelligent on it. It has Sky Zoo and Terminology on it. Uh, I'm super proud of that record. Uh, and you know, like I said, these three are gonna drop. Then that's gonna drop. Then I got another one dropping the week after, and the week after that, I'm dropping a project with DJ Views out of out of Australia. Uh, and then all of April is gonna be kind of like my jazz month. I'm dropping like three super jazzy records. So it, it's just not gonna stop, brother. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of how this year is gonna transpire. Rex, can you talk about your collaboration with Rapper Cards and what that was like having your own actual trading card and being able to sign those as a collectible? Yeah, so uh, if people go to rapper underscore cards, they uh, uh, can uh, check out the card I have and the various other artists that are out there. Um, it was actually, you know, a connection made by my, my, my brother Terminology, who, you know, is, you know, in a business partnership with these individuals. And uh, he, you know, has helped making sure that, you know, the artists get their proper due, like, you know, from myself, Thurston Howe the third, uh, Sky Zoo, of course, who's also like partnered in with them. And uh, Static has a card, Guilty Simpson, like so many, Shay Noir, super dope female MC, like who, um, and producer, who I'm a big fan of. Um, those those individuals reached out and like they were they were you know excited to work as I was and um, it's been a great relationship and I hope more people uh, get involved in the movement and start to recognize like it's dope like how they used to be Yo TV Yo TV rap cards um, it's just like a new fresh spin on it so uh, the the more people start to pay attention and recognize I hope it I hope it takes off. 
that's amazing man uh, amazing stuff on the horizon so wishing you the best in 2024 man and I, I know with all the projects you're dropping we'll be chopping it up again soon here on we going and presents please please I'm, I'm so I'm super happy that we reconnected and I hope this is just like you know the start of you know more um, alignment and working together to like you know just move the culture forward and and move the world forward like so yeah like let's talk books and podcasts and whatever you got in store uh, I'm super excited uh, to build again very thankful I will just say uh, before we go it's like um, just make sure people go out and you know support the record that's out now you can follow you can go to the link tree in my instagram or the uh, link tree in general has you know your ability to follow us on Bandcamp. uh check us out on spotify if, you, if you're interested uh the rather unique rather unique ep is out now maga fella yoda is dropping next maga stands for make our great again fela is for everyone love always and Yoda is Young Ones Defy Age. And those records, again, are dropping all at once, February 16th, 2024. The link tree is uh, linktree forward slash I am Rex. I-A-M-R-E-K-S. 